Hello, welcome to the Marketing in Minutes podcast. I'm your host, Colby Klusterman, and I am joined here with a very special guest. I told you in 2023, we were gonna have more guests, uh, bigger guests, and I don't think I'm gonna disappoint with this one today. So joining me all the way from London, we have Sarah, oh shoot, Brannick? Brannick, you got okay. it. Yeah. I'm gonna restart that one, okay. I think you can even just let it go because it's a tough <laughs> name to say. It's actually it's a funny story. It's the Irish for Walsh. So mm. with the Irish language, anyone yeah. who's Walsh probably originated as Brannock way back in the day. Uh -huh. um, but my parents, instead of being Walsh, they were like, we're going to call you Sarah Brannock because there's too many Sarah Walshes in the world already. <laughs> well, I guess that was nice of them to try to differentiate a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. I first came, um, I first found out about you at the Inbound 2022 conference this year in Boston. I went to your uh, talk, I believe it was specific to demand generation. It was really great. Since then, I followed you on LinkedIn and you just have such engaging and like inspiring content. So I'm super happy to have you here. Um, can you tell me before we get started, how was the Inbound conference for you? I thought it was great. So. Um, I was fortunate enough to start my tech career in Boston. I went over um, as a university graduate from Ireland, did an internship in Boston uh, with a local tech startup, and that really kicked off my career. So it's always very nostalgic to go back to Boston. And I think HubSpot, you know, they put on such a good conference for marketers. So if you haven't been, definitely put it on your bucket list. Yeah, absolutely. That was my first year attending in person, and I hope to go back every year that I can because it was just a lot of fun. Um, but you mentioned startups, and that's actually our question for today. So if you're new to listening to the podcast this year, just so to keep everybody up to speed and on the same page, we're going to do three episodes a week with the same guests. So Sarah's going to be on for this whole week. And our first topic with you, or question I should say, is how do I build a startup marketing strategy? So I think we could look at this from a few different angles. One, it's a brand new company, a quote unquote, very traditional startup, or maybe it's a company that's been around for a while, but they've never really dabbled in marketing and you're working with them to start up a marketing strategy. So my, my first question here is what makes a startup marketing strategy different from an established business? And what are some of those unique challenges you might find in that situation? It's a great question. And my short answer would be, I don't know, because I've never worked for a big established corporation. I've always mm. been in the startup world. Um, yeah. From an outsider's perspective, I think startups are unique, especially the ones I've been part of. They've been, you know, from anywhere from 800,000, dollars ARR all the way up to 10, 12, 15 million dollar ARR companies. And that's kind of the, the early stage. We would consider those to be early-ish stage companies that are on the verge of product market fit. And you have strong signals there of early stage customers. They're probably from a few different industries, but you don't have that clarity of where your product fits in the market in the way that you would at a big established corporation. And you also don't have the resources, I imagine. Bigger companies have more money, they have more people, they have more customers, they have more content, they have all of those luxuries that startups usually don't have at the early stage. So I think it's about what are your specific goals for the stage that you're at? 
getting those very clear goals from the CEO, the other revenue leaders on the uh, sales, customer success side, product side, and then everyone working together to figure out what will be the goal for the year and then structuring you know, your marketing team and your marketing strategy and your sales strategy around those goals. Yeah, I, I love a strategy that starts that starts goals first. I think that's just like the bread and butter of if you want to accomplish something, well, what's the goal? So we can see, okay, we did accomplish this um, and kind of measure that success. So it sounds like if we're looking at the essential components of a startup marketing strategy, goals would probably be at the top of that list. What were what would some other ideas or like key components be when you're building that startup marketing strategy? Goals definitely would be first. I, and I, I had a, a think about this in advance of our conversation. And I thought, you know, people is usually where you start in this situation. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's it's the goals and the vision because the CEO really needs to set that first before they decide on the people that they want to bring in to achieve that vision. And the vision that the CEO sets, like you could have a very, very different marketing leader based on those goals. So I think that's really important. And then building you know what are the channels that you're going to use who are you trying to target who's your ideal customer profile what are the accounts that you're trying to go after and this can really evolve over time but i think it's really important to start there so you know who you're trying to reach you understand then how are you going to reach them and then you build a process um, and technology around achieving those goals Um, And it's very interesting, you know, where we are in the economy right now, I think startups got a lot of money in the last few years. And they often, when you have a lot of money, you decide, okay, we we need tech to solve that, or we need people to solve that, hire more people, buy more tech. And we've gotten into this position where a lot of companies just, they're burning a lot of cash, but they haven't really gotten clarity on like, what are the goals? Who are we trying to target? What's our message? How are we different? What value do we bring? So I think getting back to basics and figuring out those things first and then proving the concept of marketing before you buy all of the tech needed to support your vision. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you kind of bringing it back to HubSpot, that buyer persona, ideal customer profile, getting that set up from the get-go will set you up for success, like you said. Um, So I I love any call out uh, that leads me back to HubSpot because we're big HubSpot fans over here. Me too. Good. (laughs) And so let's wrap this up with some tips, like actionable. If someone is in this position, I'm sure you've been in it a few times. I know you said uh, you're a three-time early stage startup marketer. So thinking back into you being in that position, what would be some like quick actionable tips you could give to someone looking into 2023? I think content is still king. And, you know, when companies had a lot of money, I think we were thinking really, really big and bold. And especially after, you know, restrictions we've had over the past few years, people wanted to get back in person and do big events and trade shows. And I think it's easy to get sucked in. And, you know, half of my my title and half of my responsibility relates to field marketing and events. But I think this year, you know, events are a huge time and energy and attention suck for your marketing team. I'm leaning further into digital, having a strong website, working with people who are influential to your customer base, whether it's existing customers or somebody within your business who is a subject matter expert, maybe sat in the seat of your customer in the past. Those types of people can create fantastic content that's going to be so relevant to your buyers and to people who are searching for a solution like yours. 
I really think this is the year to get back to basics, create great content, and then build infrastructure around that content with your channels so that when people land on your domain, be it your website, your social media profiles, anything to do with your company, they know exactly what you do, how it can add value to them, and how to contact you. Yeah, I love that. Um, content still king, back to basics. I think those are all great takeaways from tw- from this episode and looking into 2023. Um, you kind of mentioned like influencer marketing, all of that. I know just from someone that is in B2B, we've kind of steered clear of that. It's unknown, it's scary, but maybe leaning in in 2023 and just thinking of it as content and content maybe from a different source could could really push the envelope for you and your business in this new year. Sarah, thank you. I thought those were great takeaways. Uh, Really looking forward to talking to you on Wednesday where we're going to talk about demand generation and lead generation. I think it'll be a fun conversation. Thanks, Colby. See you then. All right. Thank you all for spending a few minutes with us today. Please feel free to rate us on Spotify and Apple Music, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Oh, shoot. We won't talk to you tomorrow. We'll talk to you Wednesday. See ya. (laughs) Even better. (laughs)